Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a kingdom educator, anointed by the creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. Don't you just love God's word? I love thinking that God's word is like a plumb line. It's where we come back to. It's how we remember who we are, who he is, especially in sticky situations. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can be feeling great one moment and then something disastrous happens and I question everything around me. The nice thing to know is that my feelings don't get to dictate what truth is, what the word says, because no matter how I feel, God is present. He's in a good mood. He wants to partner with me and he's going to be faithful to finish every good thing he's begun in me. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Yeah, we can be so fickle, just like our students, right? And so it's good to remember the truth. I love Steve Backlund's podcast called Igniting Hope Ministries. Yes, I'm getting giving props to another podcast, but I love how Steve really focuses in on the truth that hope is an unstoppable force. If we believe that something can happen and we're aligning ourselves with the word, then we're keeping our heart stirred up with the truth is setting our expectation that God is going to show up and he's going to do great things. Here's a couple of his declarations off of his website, ignitinghopeministries.com. I will thrive no matter what happens. And that's from Philippians 4, 11, 13. I believe the future will be better than the present and I have the power to help make it so. Romans 15, 13 and Jeremiah 29, 4 through 11. I like that one because we're really being called up to believe that the future can be better than the present and that I'm not powerless. I am powerful to help make it so. Why? Because I'm connected to the power supply. I'm connected to friend Holy Spirit who empowers me to do every good work he's called me to. Another one. I am thankful that God's promises and my past prayers are working in my life, my family's lives, my circumstances, and my school. Hebrews 11.1. Yes, I can believe that as I grow a spirit of thankfulness in God's promises that I stir myself up into what he has done and what he is doing, I can remember that my past prayers are still working. They have no shelf life, right? The word of God never returns void, but it accomplishes everything for which he sent it. When we are walking in alignment with God's word, it's the same thing. It finishes when it has accomplished that for which we sent it. I really believe that God has given us authority and his might to walk in in our classrooms. And when we declare a thing, we're walking the authority of God. We're declaring a thing according to his word. We can expect that it will come to pass. That's so good. Okay, so I'm going to admit to you, one of my favorite books in the Bible is Ephesians. 
And I have been praying this great prayer every day. It actually comes from a book by Anna Marie Strand. And she encourages us to put on our armor every day from Ephesians 10 through 12. And after we do that, she encourages us to step into part of our calling as believers. And it comes from Ephesians 1, 17 and goes through two, chapter 2, 4 through 7. And I'm just going to read it over us. And I'm going to pause a couple times because I believe the Holy Spirit is breathing on this passage of scripture to remind us of part of our being a teacher on mission, reminding us of our mission. And our mission first is to carry his presence, to carry the presence of the one who is holy, to carry the presence of the one who is to be feared, right? The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom that comes from Proverbs 1. So as we walk in fear of the Lord, we are letting the fear of man, what other people think, what might happen to fall off and for us to step into the fullness of what it means to be a teacher on mission, which is letting Jesus's opinion, Father God's opinion, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, letting that be the thing that rules us, not being afraid of a system, not being afraid of what my neighbor teacher will think, my principal, the kids down the hallway, my own students, but knowing beyond a doubt, I am called and this is what God has asked me to do and I'm responding to his voice because I love him. I am his and he is mine. Okay, Ephesians 1.17. I pray the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. Woo! Just like episode 48, April Reuter was encouraging us first and foremost to be a teacher on mission. We have got to find our place of intimacy with him. Tuning in to God's spirit, tuning into his voice and his heart. Ooh, that we would know him through our deepening intimacy with him. Verse 18, I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. Okay, that is power packed. Let me say that again and break it down. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of our imagination. Who is the creator? God is. Where do all creative ideas come from? His divine inspiration. Ooh, may it illuminate the eyes of our imagination, flooding us with light as we go about creating lesson plans, tuning into the next best thing that we could do, even with that which we've been handed to teach, that God would illuminate the eyes of our imagination, flooding us with his light, the light of his truth and life, until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Ooh, that it would bubble up within us, Christian teacher, that we would be aware of the full revelation of the hope of his calling, his calling on our lives to be his kids and to act like his kids as we go about the job of being a teacher on mission in school. And what is that? It's the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. You are the inheritance of God. The inheritance of his goodness lives inside of you by his spirit, and he wants to eke out his goodness. Oh, it's so good. 
Verse 19, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. What's available to you by faith? God's power. Ooh, that you would continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Ooh, all I have to do is just say, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. Help me to continually experience the immeasurable greatness of your power that is available to me. It's available for the taking. It's available right now, right here in my classroom as I'm planning, as I might be feeling stress, his power is made available to me and I can wipe that stress off my shoulders. Then my life will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through me. Ooh, yes, second sentence of verse 19. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. Then, ooh, once we've received the power made available to us just by faith, when we recognize, when we experience, when we live out that immeasurable greatness of God's power that's available just by faith, believing it's there, then our lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you because you will automatically leak out God's presence and everyone will see. It will be an advertisement of his power working through you. It's not me. It's God working through me. But what did I do? I said, yes. I said, I am a willing vessel. I want you to come steward your presence in me. This is the mighty power, verse 20, that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. That's so good. The power that's made available to you and to me is the same mighty power was released when God raised Christ from the dead. I don't know about you, but that is power. That's the most powerful thing in my mind is the dead being raised to life again. God raised his son so that he could overcome sin, death, and the grave on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God. That whole process, that same power is what is available to us by faith. He exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he, Jesus, is exalted as first above every ruler, authority, government, and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. Our king is above everything. I'm going to keep reading. And he alone, verse 22, is the leader and source of everything needed in the church. He has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and has given him the highest rank above all others. And now we, his church, are his body on the earth and that which fills him who is being filled by it. Wow. Wow. We are given power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, knowing Jesus now sits in heavenly places. If we read further, at the beginning, excuse me, of Ephesians 1, we learn that we're seated in Christ in heavenly places. We are heavenly beings. He is above all powers and principalities, powers and dominions, above the government, above the, your superintendent, above the school district, above your principal. His name is above all those things. He walks in an authority above all of those rulers. And where are you? You're seated in him. You get to walk in the authority of Christ in your school as an ambassador of the King of Kings, empowered by the one who was raised from the dead, 
The same living blood lives in you and it ever lives and breathes the name of Jesus. As you walk in his power, what you do is an advertisement of his power, of his goodness. That's powerful. You are truly anointed by the king to bear the good works of your king as you listen to his voice, as you respond to him. I'm going to scoot over to Ephesians 2, 4. But God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy. Verse 5, that even when we were dead and doomed in our sins, he united us with the very life of Christ, and he saved us by his wonderful grace. By what? His grace Verse six, he raises up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. (laughs) We ascended with him. We already ascended. We are already in heavenly places into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. You are made perfect. You get to walk in authority of the heavenly realm, which is above the earthly realm. That is powerful good news. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Lord Jesus, help us to get this in our hearts that we are co-seated with you. We are on mission with you. We walk in the same authority with you. We are being made perfect. We ascended with you into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. You took us from death to life and we're in you right now, even as we're in our classrooms, even as we're positioned to bring impact in the public school system or the private school. Verse seven, throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display of the infinite limitless riches of his grace and kindness, which he showered upon us in Christ Jesus. Wow. Visible display of his infinite limitless riches of his grace and kindness. You are the object of his grace and his kindness through the work of Jesus. For it was only through this wonderful grace that we believed in him. Nothing we did could ever earn this salvation for it is a gracious gift of God that brought us to Christ. It's not about performance. We work in a system of performance, but it's never about performance. It never has been. You cannot outdo God. You cannot outgive God. You cannot out obey God. (laughs) You're already covered in the blood. You're already covered in the righteousness of Christ. You already, I love this in the Passion Translation in the notes, Ephesians 1.23 says, and now we as church are his body on the earth and that which fills him who is being filled by it. You are completed by Christ. But guess what? We also complete him. We complete him. We are his body, which fills him, who is being filled by it. We are filling him. What a wonderful and humbling mystery is revealed in this verse. We are called as those who complete him. He created us for his good pleasure. And just by you responding to his heart, you make him glad. Oh, So, so good. Isn't the word good? Yeah, where we're seated, we're ambassadors in Christ. So very good. Okay, I'm going to read one more scripture to send us out today. And this comes from the Lord's Prayer. Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray. And it just positions us to be in a place where we're looking unto him for what we need. Always coming back to I'm a connected teacher, connected to the vine, receiving all my source of sustenance and life 
from the light bringer, the one who brought light into the darkness, the creator of everything. Oh, how we need you, Jesus, to stay connected to you so that as we create, we co-create with you in our classrooms, we're being empowered by your life and light, by your better way, by our kingdom advantage of hearing what heaven thinks, what heaven sees, and hearing what you hear, oh God. This comes from Matthew 6, verse 9. Pray like this. Our Father dwelling in the heavenly realms, this is in the Passion Translation, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm, verse 10, and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth, just as it is fulfilled in heaven. Lord, yes, let your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm where healing signs and wonders break out, where there's no sickness, there's no confusion, nobody struggles with their identity. Oh, and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth. Cause it to be fulfilled in our classrooms, Lord. Cause it to be fulfilled in our families, Lord. Cause it to be fulfilled in our hearts that we would know this power that you've called us to embrace, to grab a hold of by faith, just as it is fulfilled in heaven. Verse 11, we acknowledge you as our provider of all, all we need each day, all things, all ideas, all strength, all strategy, all things that I need for my classroom management for connecting with that hard coworker, for the parent meeting after school, all things. I acknowledge you. You are my provider. Verse 12, forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Ooh, that's a good one. Remembering to release people to the Lord at the end of the day, forgiving those who have wronged us so that we can be forgiven too. Mm. Verse 13, rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil, for you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. Oh, Lord, we love you. We lift your name on high. I thank you for this calling that you have invited us into of co-laboring with you in the school system. We thank you for the calling to be those who embrace your name, the center on which our lives turn, the name of Jesus. Say it with me, Jesus. Jesus, you are the center on which my life turns. May all of our resources, ideas, strategies come straight from you. Let our ears be open. Let our eyes see. Let us smell what you smell and hear what you hear. Lord, let us have your insight, wisdom, and revelation from heaven to know what you're up to and how to partner with you today. We want to walk in the better way, the ways of your kingdom, to see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I declare that whatever we are facing, that you have answers and strategies from heaven. In the places in our hearts, Lord, where we might be depressed or we've given up hope, we choose to lift our gaze to you and we speak, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Help me to engage that all things are possible for he who believes. All things, all things are possible, Lord. Help us to engage. Help us to see. We thank you that you are with us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are a teacher who's feeling a little bit burnt out during this season and you just need to re-engage with the truth of being a teacher on mission, I implore you to check out Connected. Dot kingdomeducators.com. There you will learn about 
From Burnout to Burning Bright, a course I've created that helps teachers walk through with a devotional style study of grabbing a hold of your true identity as a kingdom educator, one who is on mission with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are sure to be not only be strengthened, but encouraged to actively step into this identity partnered with the King of Glory, the one most holy. If you have any questions about the course, you can reach me at jessica at kingdomeducators.com and we can connect more there. Thank you for joining me today. Blessings on your week. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.